What up, what up? We are back. It is The Facts with Waffles Kelly. Saturday, April 7th. We're coming at you today talking about a little Conor McGregor. We're going to do an NCAA wrap-up of the basketball season. And then we're going to get into uh, NBA and NFL mock draft top 10s. So, should be a fun show. Here we go. This is The Facts with Waffles Kelly. Guess who's back? Back again. Waffles is back. So is Tom. Fid's also here. He's here, I guess. He's looking the other direction, though. I'm here. I'm he also was, here. He was two. Back. Yeah, all, all, all three here. back. Good solo. Tom's cat also back. Back in Tom's Boot. room. Boot, Boot up in the room. Boot is back. Making some scratching noises earlier, but Tom took care of that. Yeah, you gotta, you know, put the thumb down. Absolutely, that's what you gotta do. You're a good owner, Tom. Good cat owner. I appreciate it. You know how to it. be disciplined. I appreciate it. We're in it, guys. We yeah, are in it. We're in it. First one. Feels good. Since February. I think February 2nd was the last Feels one we good. did. Absolutely. And we got a bunch of good stuff to talk about today. Oh, yeah. It's I'm a, most excited to talk about McGregor. Yeah, and that's what, we're going to throw it in there right away. Yeah. I mean, host Tom Lees, co-host Jack Fittis, obviously. Walk me through it. Walk, walk me through the McGregor situation, because I know the gist of it, but I don't know exactly who was the uh, other party involved. Okay, all okay. Well, there's no better way to throw it into the man, the myth, the legend, Waffles Kelly. I'll let him take it away and kind of explain what happened, and then we're going to give just quick takes on it, like, what we think is going to be the fallout. So, Waffles, I'm going to hand it off to you, brother. All right, so it's a hot angle because that's what it is. It's an angle. This is a wrestling storyline that we've got going right now. So earlier this week, Fid, this dude, uh, McGregor's teammate, Artem Lobov, is on the U- or he was on the UFC 223 card. And this other dude, Khabib, was going to be competing for the title that they just stripped McGregor of. So Khabib gets his little crew together, and they corner McGregor's teammate and one of his best friends. They corner him in the hotel. They're pushing him around. They're all like, well, where's Connor to help you? Where's Connor?" Because Khabib has been kind of calling for Connor, but Khabib is a wimp, so he was going to back out of the fight anyway. So they're beating up on him. McGregor gets wind of this and shows up at the UFC 223 presser on Friday. Or was this Friday or Thursday? Thursday, he shows up on Thursday, the presser was on Thursday, so he shows up on Thursday looking for him, and he gets in there because McGregor has his own, um, like, newspaper outlet that just follows him around, so they had credentials for this thing, so he comes in there, they take a elevator down to the loading dock, and just start going nuts, throwing trash cans, metal barricades all over the place, McGregor throws a metal dolly into the window of the bus, the bus window, like, shatters all over um, Michael Keyes' face, cuts him up so he's off the card. All kinds of craziness. All kinds of craziness. But so Dana White claims that it was not staged. And for me, that's the biggest thing of the whole thing. That's, if you, okay, so that's your angle? That's how you're that's attacking my angle. it? Go, yeah. Okay, you get into that, and then I'll, I'll go. You come back with yours? Because mm-hmm. I think this thing was... Faker than a two dollar. You do? Oh yeah, this thing was fake all the way. You I can... mean, from what I heard, Connor flew internationally oh, yeah. to come here. You better believe to it. To cause man. a huge scene and get arrested. You better so, believe it. You guys. That is awesome. You got to stick up for your boy. Real or fake, you got to come in there for the teammate. I kind of hope it's real. 
if it's, I hope the whole thing's real. Well, that's the thing, because everybody I saw, um, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was saying it was fake, and like, oh, what a disgrace, how bad that would be for business. If this thing is real or fake, it's nothing but a home run for the UFC. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's good for yeah. business either it's way. It's so good for business, because you know who gives a care about the UFC if McGregor's not involved? Zero people. Exactly. Zero people outside of the hardcore, like, niche UFC fan base. This is, care. I mean, this is throwing us me back to when we first started podcasting right before the McGregor-Floyd fight, and then after, uh, definitely talking about the future of the UFC, where it's heading, we all agreed that the, the ace in the hole for the UFC was getting McGregor back and putting him on some good cards, like, trying to get maybe... Probably Diaz three in there, yeah. As quick as you can, and and here we are now. He hasn't fought. He just got stripped of a belt. He just caused this whole scene. Got arrested. But the main thing that I'm taking from it is hell no, he's not getting fired. No, like they keep they no. keep asking Dana yeah. White, is he getting fired? And he's trying to like answer in a way that is still stern towards mm-hmm. McGregor. But you can tell he's just like. Blessed oh, that McGregor yeah. did all this. He's McGregor's so gonna like this is gonna wash over in a second for McGregor, and then there's gonna probably be this big old lead up to a fight with this Habib or yeah. Khabib. See, you don't even know his name, and then he's gonna give him the smackdown, yeah. and then he's going to probably fight Diaz after yeah. that. That's why it's so good because Khabib Real, honestly like, and, probably is their one of their best fighters. But nobody knows who he is, and nobody cares because he's a nobody. He's and, a nothing burger. He's yeah. not a star. Nobody cares because if but he Connor steps just in the made ring, one. if he steps in the ring with McGregor, it's over in one or two. You know, yeah. Like that's kind of the issue with McGregor is, I mean, he's having to jump weight classes, all this and that, just to get fights that are watchable because not no one's on his level. Exactly. So yeah. whether this was staged or real. Either way, it creates yeah. for a perfect storyline leading up to probably the UFC's last chance at a rebirth of like actually cashing in on this window because it's obvious that if UFC can take the right steps, they can boom. Like this is a good window that they have, but it's closing. It's got to be this. And, a and Khabib this, yeah, this has, fight has to happen. This has to turn into something have. productive for them, yeah. or else it could go very south. I think so yeah. too. They have to get something out of this because that company, I can't remember, what did they buy the UFC for? $2 billion or something like that? Something. They paid $2 billion for Ronda Rousey, who lost and then is now gone. She's in yeah. WWE. They paid $2 billion for Bones Jones, who hit a pregnant woman with his car while he was driving high yeah. and then failed two drug tests, so he's gone. And Conor McGregor, who immediately Bones. went into a boxing fight, so... That is bigger than anything the that, UFC. Yeah, could that they could ever. He do. had the best fight in UFC history, as voted on by the fans. Yep. DS two, and that fight is and nasty. Then, and then immediately jumped to something ten times bigger. Yeah, and now it, it's yeah. just a stalemate, kind of on what's going on. It's the UFC. Yeah, they're in trouble, and this is their best. We want shot. to see McGregor fight. Yeah. I think. I just yeah, but, I think that's the thing. Yeah, Everybody McGregor, wants to see him fight. We want to see him. Fight, like I want to see him fight 
this in boxing, the octagon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boxing. This, yeah, I don't want. I don't what, need to see him. I mean, we again. need to. We need to see him in the octagon. Is my yeah. whole point. Yeah, but like, this is the kind of thing. Believe right now. Yeah, this this is the kind of situation that makes him getting back in the octagon worth it because. Before this, if he fought Khabib, maybe it would be, you know, ten million for McGregor payout. I mean, this could be a twenty-five to thirty million dollar fight for him now. They could do the biggest pay-per-view numbers that the UFC's ever done. Yeah, like history-making numbers, bigger than anything Brock or Ronda or even Connor yeah. has ever done. Like Brock's out going of this back world. to the UFC, by the way. Yeah, I saw really? that. Really? Yeah. Let's hope he can pass his drug tests. No kidding. He won't be able to. Yeah, I don't he will think not. he will. I don't think he can. He's I, he might he's a little past his best. I think they might date. let it slide. They already did once. All right. Well, speaking of letting things slide and bi- and businesses that are kind of just in turmoil, NCAA. R.I.P. Toys R Us. <laughs> oh man. R.I.P. Toys were Toys were us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's a good one. I saw it online. Still good. All right. I still love it. Here we go. But to the NCAA, college basketball. You didn't uh, think of that yourself? No, I didn't. Uh, I still love it. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to pretend like you right. did. Okay, Toys Were Us. Toys Were TM. Us. That should be the new name of the show. <laughs> Toys Were Us. With, with Waffles Kelly. With Waffles Kelly. Uh, <laughs> Villanova. No. Nova, dude. Freaking Wildcats, man. <laughs> I... As the Sweet 16 games were going on, I think like three of the Sweet 16 games were done. And I said, either this is going to continue to be the craziest NCAA tournament of recent memory, or Nova's going to cruise to the whole title. Yeah. You know, option they B. Cru- option they just, B. Yeah. They cruise to a title. Like, 18. there were matchups where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, Kansas and Duke are going to uh, mm-hmm. duke it out. <laughs> Not as good as Toys were. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, and then you, I mean, you know, Loyola was gonna have some close games because they were playing all these terrible teams in that wild bracket. Uh, you had Michigan beating a whole bunch of low seeds, but making the games kind of close and interesting because they're not very good. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it was obvious that once no, that yeah. Final Four was set, it was over. Like Nova some people thought so Kansas could hang with, the rest with Nova, but yeah. There was no chance, really, and but they—I mean—they're impressive. They got guys who stay and you know learn the system, execute it perfectly under the perfect point guard to have for that yeah. system. And Jalen Brunson—he won all the accolades, you know. Deserved them all. Just yeah. won the wooden yesterday, right? Absolutely, yep. So now yes. the question is going forward. Obviously, next year we know about Duke. We know the powerhouse team they're going to have. But if this Nova team can bring people back, can if Jay Wright can get Brunson and DiVincenzo to buy in to coming back, they can make a run for three. So where do you guys see that going? And what kind of just going into next year, what are your storylines? What are your thoughts? I think the storyline next year, the big one's going to be Duke. But It's Duke. That uh, Dante DiVincenzo, man, he's an animal. And he I think he's going to stay, and he could – if he plays like that, if he can channel that all season, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, that could be fun to watch. Unless everybody turns on him, because that happens too. He's a darling in the tournament, but then that swagger that he showed over, you know, one game, sometimes that annoys people over a whole season. They don't like the swagger on the white boy. I love the swagger on everybody, though. Yeah. Except for LeBron. A little too much <laughs> swagger, if you ask me. Hater. Hater. 
Dude, no, no LeBron doubt. Misses. Fat LeBron misses free hater. I don't want to go into it. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the headlines definitely do. Like, even if Nova brings back Brunson, uh, I mean, R.J. Barrett versus DiVincenzo on the wing. <clears throat> that's a lock. Tasty. I'd that's still love lot. to see it. I mean, Barrett would RJ kill him. RJ Barrett but... would kill him. That's barbecue chicken. They'll probably, I know, Barrett, they'll probably end up I mean, just going RJ Barrett, Barrett, Barrett and Williamson are supposedly generational players. Yeah. So, like, this is... I mean, Duke's my favorite next year. Yeah. I'm not going to say they're going to be, like, the number one overall seed or anything, but I'll probably pick them. Yeah. They're going to be tough to Easy. Be. Watching that McDonald's All-American game. It was like the UNC guy won the MVP... But the story but was every those Duke single dudes. bucket was like, oh yeah, yeah Duke. Yeah, that Duke? guy's going to Duke. Oh, Duke. he's going to Duke too. Who Duke. just threw down that dunk? No, he's a Dukey. Yeah, yeah. They had four starters in that game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had another dude on the bench for one of them too, right? They mm-hmm. had five guys in that game. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be ridiculous. Kansas is gonna be really solid, uh, but I think it just comes down. I'm interested to see if Jalen Brunson comes back because then I think. You could have this powerhouse collision of, you know, the one and done style of how to win in college basketball versus the four year style of how to win. You'd have a group of seniors who have won two, a group of, like you said, generational talent on the other side. I think that can make for one, I mean, a historic type of matchup. If things lead to that, there's so much that could happen. Uh, the one guarantee I will throw out there is that the Big Ten will not win a championship again next year. I'm going to I'm gonna throw that out as a guarantee right now. I was telling everyone on Monday. I feel safe. I was that. walking around. I was like, Michigan's going to win. Michigan's going to no, win. No, there's no way. Michigan was so nasty. That Dude, Michigan nasty. was a terrible three seed. Yeah. That's, like, that's the second they drew everyone. that three. Well, first like, off, I told you Michigan was going to the Final Four. Yeah, I picked them like, to go to the Final easy. Four. That was easy. They were a good team. They were playing really well. Mm. They hit a lot of threes. Wagner, Wagner is really good. That's all. Wagner is yeah. a dirt nasty nothing. Wagner's so good. Wagner better than Cody Zeller. Yes. My buttons have been pushed. You just pushed them. <laughs> How is that pushing them? You slammed right Waffles. on the buttons. Wagner. No, I won't even it. call him Wagner. It's just Wagner. It's with Wagner. His big old goofy dumb face. Mo, Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. That dude was a goon squad all the way. Yeah. Reminds me of Mitch McGarry. Just yeah. a big old. Dude, I was. Head. I was up. Big old ugly hammerhead. I was. Well, up. yeah, they definitely better than McGarry, but still ugly hammerhead. I was up at a Loyola bar. Are you as Euro Michigan racist? beat them? No, I don't think so. Wow. McGarry's not a Euro. I actually love Euros. Talk Wagner. about Wagner. Start calling him Wagner, please. I cannot. Okay, we're getting off this. We're I getting cannot. off Wagner. Uh, mock draft, though. Mock draft. Probably this is complete, Wagner, number one. Right? Something completely different than talking about success in the NCAA because all the NBA stars really come from like the Pac-12 and the ACC Pac-12 went 0-3. Oh, God, that was great. <laughs> in the in the tournament. So this is kind of a... I mean, it's similar, but almost a completely new subject. And uh, right there, from the Pac-12, the favorite to go number one overall, DeAndre Ayton, leading a, a pretty nice class, I, I think. This class has the opportunity to come in and make an effect with the size that the, is coming out. And... Uh, It'll be interesting. Hopefully the Bulls can sneak into the top five. I would love it, but 
they just won three games in a row. For, they like, seem to have for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, there's just they seem incapable of doing anything right. When the Bulls want to be good, they just lose. And yeah. then now that they want to be bad, it's like, ooh, well, you know, who's to say that Paul Zipser isn't the MVP? Clay Thompson. Yeah. The league. Bananas. The Every league. other player <laughs> in the league. No, I'm just like you know when they need him to be bad, Zipser. You can count on him to hit a big layup. A <laughs> big layup. All right, Fid, we'll let you start the uh, the mock drafts here. Top ten. Here we go. Throw, right. it, throw it in a circle. <clears throat> what do you mean in a circle? Just go. All right, so number one, the Suns. I have him taken DeAndre Ayton. He's from Phoenix. It makes a lot of sense. Ayton's from Phoenix? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, number two, right now, I think it's the Grizzlies. Yeah. And I think they're going to blow everything up this offseason, so I think they're going to look for a really good perimeter, I mean, interior defender. So I think they're going to pick Mo Bamba at two. At three, uh, it's the Hawks. And I have them taking Marvin Bagley. That's going to be a really nice compliment to John Collins on the block. <laughs> uh, makes them a lot tight. better. Four, I have the Magic taking Trey Young. I mean, he had a bad last seven games, but he's still probably the most talented point guard in this draft, so... I mean, it makes sense. The Magic really need a little bit of everything. So, uh, five, the Mavs. I have them taking Jaron Jackson. They lose New Orleans Noel this offseason, and Dirk will possibly retire. So, I mean, just getting a power forward and big man makes a lot of sense for that team. Uh, six, the Kings. I have them taking Michael Porter. He's just the best available prospect, really, at this time, even though we really don't know too much about him. Didn't really play that much this year. Uh, Seven, right now it's the Nets pick, so it's the Cavs. I have them taking Colin Sexton. They're looking for a replacement for Kyrie still. It makes a lot of sense. Sexton's a terrific defender. He can shoot the lights out. So, At number eight, the Bulls. I have them taking Luka Doncic, Euro prospect. Some people have him number one overall on the board. I just think that there's a huge Euro bias still in the league, so I think he's going to be around. I would love it if the Bulls got him. So I'm going to go with Doncic at eight to the Bulls. Uh, nine, I have the Knicks taking Mikael Bridges. The Knicks just need perimeter defense, and they really don't have anyone right now, and Bridges can shoot the ball as well. So, uh, The 10th pick is the Sixers, and I have Miles Bridges. Uh, could be an elite player, but he's a project, and Philly loves the process. So, Yeah. Miles Bridges. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm surprised you had Doncic so low. He's a lot higher on mine. Pretty, yeah, that's a pipe dream. Just yeah. because the Bulls have the eight, he wanted to yeah, figure out any to, sort of way. No, he's not even my favorite Bulls. player in the draft. All right. Uh, Aiton's your favorite player? Or is yeah. Porter? Like, Probably Aiton, Bagley. Nah, I'm nah, not into Bagley. Nah. All right, but like you, I, I got I got Aiton going number one uh, to Phoenix. Hands down. Don't really see it going any other way, regardless of who has that pick. Uh, number two to Memphis, I'm going with Bagley. Uh, they're going to want to replace Mark Gasol at some point and, you know, take best available. They'll probably think it's Bagley. Uh, Atlanta, I got taken Luka. Um, he can play the one through three. Atlanta needs a little bit of everything. I think he can do a lot for that team. And he's young, so by the time they want to be good and competitive, I think he'll be ready to be in his prime and, and lead a team. Uh, Orlando, I got them taking Jaron Jackson, perimeter, or uh, interior defender, rather. Uh, they really like size in Orlando. They like 
you know, wingspan and people who can defend and are long. Uh, so I see him going there. Dallas, I see taking Mo Bamba. Same reason as you had him taking a big. Um, you know, they need that defense. Replace Noel and then Dirk. So Mo Bamba's a good fit there. Sacramento, I have taken Wendell Carter. They don't really do anything right. I think Wendell Carter also started to really come on late in the season. He was uh, almost as dominant on the post as Bagley coming down the stretch there, so I think he really improved his draft stock. At 7, I have Cleveland taking Michael Porter Jr. Uh, you know, I just think that that's the way. They look for superstars in Cleveland, I think, and he's still on the board at 7. It makes sense. I have Chicago taking Colin Sexton. Need a point guard. Need a dynamic play maker. And Sexton is a safer pick than Trey Young, I think. But Trey Young, I have going to the Knicks. Um, could go really well, could go really poorly. Probably really poorly, though. Philly, I have taken Kevin Knox at 10 because I think they're going to want to look to add some shooting, but also, you know, a dynamic athlete who can run with those other dynamic athletes and really just kind of. Take a chance on Knox almost as a superstar wing in the making. Uh, don't know if he'll reach that potential, but you got to think they probably hope he can give him like good Covington type minutes if he comes in the league and, you know, figures out the speed and all that. So that's my top 10. Yeah, mine's similar. I've got Aiton number one, easy. Memphis, I think they're going to go with Doncic. Mm-hmm. My brother Pat likes to say that Doncic has the. He's got the highest floor and the lowest ceiling, and I think that's right in this draft. He's the most complete player right now. He might not be better than some of these guys, but he's ready to play in the in the NBA right now. Yeah. He's got a lot of skills. Um, I think Atlanta's going to go with Porter at three because I think he's kind of the opposite of Doncic. He's got the highest ceiling in this draft for me, maybe even higher than Aiton because he's so skilled at his size. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando, Trey Young, they need a point guard bad, and they need a point guard who can shoot after all those years with uh, Alfred Payton. That's a lot of log jam. you got to put that behind you quick. Uh, Dallas, Bagley, Sacramento, uh, Bridges from Nova, Nova's Bridges. I feel bad putting him there because nobody wants to go to Sacramento, and he mm-hmm. deserves better, but I think that's where he's going to get stuck because he's a really versatile player, and that's the kind of thing that they need. Um, Cleveland, Got Sexton, he's a playmaker, and I think that they kind of picture him sliding in well next to LeBron if they can find a way to keep him. And if not, he has the upside to maybe be a star of his own someday. Uh, Chicago, Bamba, could fit really nice next to Lowry. I would love that. I think that they could be I a really ba- good like, duo. I think like Bamba's my most realistic hope for the, for Bulls, the Bulls right yeah. now. I because think I don't think we're in the running for Aiton, Doncic, or Bagley. Mm-hmm. So, and out of... Take those three guys away, and I would take Bamba. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, and then the Knicks, I've got taken Jaron Jackson, best available player on the board after everybody else is gone. And then Philly, I got the same as Fid, Miles Bridges, MSU. He's like kind of a an all-around good player. I think he could play a lot of different positions for them, and he'd fit really slick next to Embiid and Simmons. Mm-hmm. And if uh, what's his, how am I forgetting his name? The Euro on Philly. Dario Sarge. Yeah, if Sarge doesn't pan out, then Bridges is a guy that can fill that spot just as well, I think. Yeah. So, that's I, their best. Sarge is, I w- I was gonna, Sarge is Sarge is good. I was going to go with Bridges there, but uh, 
I was going to go with like either one of the bridges there, but I just mm-hmm. think Kevin Knox's perimeter shooting upside is something that they're going to look for because they don't have a lot of that. You know, the, like what you expect to get out of uh, Miles Bridges is like a really dynamic drive game mm-hmm. as well with it, and I think they know that Simmons and Fultz can do that, and they're kind of worried about the shooting of Simmons and Fultz, you know, yeah. because you can have a super team, but the other super teams are designed on three-point shooting, so you got to find that balance in today's league, I think. Definitely, and that is a huge part of every of every team now is you got to have the three-point shooting. Absolutely. Who's your diamond in the rough? Out Guys outside of, like, the top 15 mock that you think can uh, – have a rookie of the year type season next year. Anybody? Kind of like your, or not, I mean, just like your, who's your Donovan Mitchell of this draft? I mean, if Brunson goes, it could be Brunson. Say, I was going to say if Brunson goes and he goes late in the first to a decent enough team, he's going to be yeah. a rookie of the year candidate. I think so too, because he might not, he's a good athlete, but not great, but he's so smart. Like, he might have the highest IQ of any player in the country, NCAA wise, you know? That guy, so much experience, and if he's the, tenacious too. If the Spurs he's super pick confident. him up, oh in my the late twenties. If he wound up on the Spurs, he might be an MVP someday. <laughs> if yeah. anybody, if anybody could work every ounce of potential out of Jalen yeah. Brunson, it would be Greg Popovich. It'd be Pop. Uh, I'm gonna go with Brandon McCoy, a center out of UNLV. Um, similar size and like game as Aiton. Bamba, Jackson, Carter, you know, uh, but just not as polished right now, but his athleticism and his size, like, if he goes to a team that develops him right, he could end up being just as good as those guys, I think, so, and he's looking like late 20s right now, so, you know, size matters, and I think it's going to just only continue to matter more and more in the league. I think the big men are going to really dictate a lot of what's going to be going on in the league, because they're going to be so many good ones yeah. in the next, like, five years when all these young studs just start, like, start leading teams, yeah, yeah you know. Because so. it's, it's bound to – the NBA, it's cyclical, you mm-hmm. know. It's on the three-point shooting and the point guards right now, and it's bound to swing back to the bigs at some point. Absolutely. And you're right, with all these studs coming in. I mean, yeah, like, that, that literally just depends on the players in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. With all these guys coming in, it would be fun to get back to that – big man dominated style for a little bit especially because these aren't like plotting slow big men you've got some like these are the guys that come out of like the Hakeem Olajuwon tree yeah like the super skilled super smooth that's really the only one that you can like compare a lot of these guys he is like yeah Hakeem is the prototype for like Embiid um, DeMarcus Cousins Mm. even Anthony Davis a little bit like Olajuwon is the guy that they all come from Cat definitely has a lot of Hakeem in him Definitely, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. I can't wait to see the actual order of the draft because a lot of things can shake up, you know what I mean? A lot of it, yeah. I think, is going to come down to fit and just, like, organization, like, preference, you yeah. know? And we might, you never know, like, shoot, the Bulls could sneak up into that top three. Yeah, I mean... You never do know. It's not a locked up It's never. Yet. It's never locked. Never locked. Chicago's a big market. They're a big market, and we know... The NBA rigs this thing every year. And yeah, so. we're just asking you to rig it in our direction yeah. again. Just once. It's not our fault that Derrick Rose didn't work. Yeah, That'd be like the second time. Second time. I mean, once. they did at Cleveland like four but years. Thank in a God row. we didn't get Mike Beasley. I know. 
I would take Derrick Rose's MVP in ACL. Absolutely. At least that Beasley. was at least it was fun for a couple years. Michael Beasley, there's nothing fun that comes. We out wouldn't of that have career. had him for longer than two years. No. No. Our team would have been not. like Boozer, Taj, Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley. Oh god. Oh my god. At least we got a sixty win season out of We Derrick might have Rose. beaten LeBron. <laughs> if you had Beasley matched up on LeBron, we had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, that's right. probably that's probably right. a good that's probably a good uh, yeah. time to get off the NBA, uh, and we can <laughs> let's Hot transfer. Take Hot take time. <laughs> let's transfer into our last segment. Uh, we have NFL mock drafts. Uh, God, when does mm. the draft go down? It's got to be Ooh, soon. Right? April. Late, yeah, April. late April, dude. Late I've April. been itching for the NFL draft for so long. They do. It I want to so say late it starts anymore. Thursday the nineteenth. Yeah, that could be. That's no, exciting. my gosh, we're gonna be. In South Bend, Indiana, for the second day. That's all right. It's only the first day. Cut that. Matters. I don't want people to know where we're at. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll cut it. All right. Good. They're gonna be in North Bend. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah, North, North Bend. North, North Bend, Bend uh, Indiana. Indiana. Idaho. North Bend, Idaho. Idaho. Dang. Dude, you might as well just right, so start, anyway, yeah, you well just start us off. You did such uh, a good job yeah. starting off last time. Yeah, so the Browns. Uh, I have them taking Sam Darnold. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's really no, probably he the only one who wants to play there. Tommy, did you not see him throw in the rain in his pro day? He is literally my fifth favorite out of the top five QBs. I would just like to throw that I think out you're there a right hater. Now. I don't, I'm not a hater. So anyway, I have, I have Sam Darnold going one, mm-hmm. even though Tommy doesn't think so. Uh, number two, I have the Giants taking Bradley Chubb. It makes sense. They like to take premier defensive linemen early in the draft. Uh, Bradley Chubb's one of the best DNs ever. <laughs> Let's just say that. Let's just say that. All right. Three, Josh Rosen. I mean, did we hear what Stephen A. said about Josh Rosen in New York? Do we all know what I'm referencing there? No, I don't either. You guys don't know? No, I try to avoid Stephen A. This Same. is according to Stephen, <laughs> Stephen A., not me. He said uh, Josh Rosen would be more comfortable in New York than Cleveland because there's more Jews in New York. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's Stephen, Stephen A. said that? Yeah, shocker. So anyway, <laughs> four, he, he breaking, breaking like news at the number four pick. The Bills have traded up a, uh, their, their 21st overall pick, a second rounder and a third rounder, and they're going to take Josh Allen at number four. So, okay. He's a good quarterback. I mean, I, this isn't biased, obviously. No, no, not uh, at all. So the That's Bills at four. Trade. They trade up to four. Okay. Josh Allen, five. The Broncos are going to take Minka Fitzpatrick because they're still trying to win. They don't want to start rebuilding, so they're not going to take a quarterback. Okay. They just don't want to feel that. They want to rebuild that defense, and it makes sense to get Fitzpatrick with the cube to lead just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, the Colts, they're going to take Quentin Nelson. Andrew Luck's going to be back next year. They're going to need good O-linemen, and Quentin Nelson's probably the best overall O-lineman in the draft. Yeah. Seven, the Bucks, Derwin James. The Bucks draft a ton of Florida kids. Yeah. Derwin James played at Florida State. James. So that's just what, it's what's going to happen. Uh, eight, the Bears are going to take Roquan Smith, elite ball hawk. It would really boost the Bears' front seven. I mean, he can play sideline to sideline. He can really do that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nine, <clears throat> the Niners, I have him taking Denzel Ward from Ohio State. He's super fast. Me too. Uh, elite playmaker. Am 
my gosh. And I mean, they're not going to bring back Eric Reed. So Denzel Ward, number nine to the Niners. And 10, I have the Raiders taking Saquon Barkley. Hey, hey, I haven't hey, fallen hey. that low. But I mean, the Raiders are going to need a running back. Beast Mode's only got so much left in him. Dude, I feel like John Gruden is just praying that Quentin Nelson drops to 10. <laughs> I think he yeah. he'd love that. He's just praying. He that would be his favorite pick to make. Because he knows <laughs> that. He's like, oh, this is how I get to start my Yeah, era. like, he, he, knows that, he knows that they should get, like, Roquan Smith or, like, Tremaine Edmonds or someone like that. But he yeah. just want he does not want to. He no. sent out Marquette King before he even met him. Yeah. Before he met him. Yeah. Marquette King's like a top five punter in the league. Yeah. That just tells Gruden you what was like, I don't on. like his attitude. <laughs> it's crazy, but... Uh, I don't like his attitude. Yeah. Never met him. I definitely... That Saquon fit in Oakland would be really nice. I hope that could possibly happen. Uh, number one, I'm going Josh Allen. I think the Browns are going to just buy into the hype. You know, they always end up buying into the hype. I don't know if he'll have success. He could come out and kill it. On some Carson Wentz type deal, but I don't know. But I have him going to Cleveland. I mean, you got to keep in mind that the Browns are going to sit this guy. Yeah, but, you know, for a year, and then he'll be the next name on the jersey, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, At number two, I'm going Sam Darnold. I don't like him. I think the Giants really will. I think he's perfect replacement for Eli. I tweeted this a while back because uh, he sucks, but he... <laughs> what, what don't you like about him? He sucks, but he's good. Give me the rundown. No, like, what, he's, what like, like he's really... Him? He's he's dang good, but that's all he is, you know? He just... He's 8-8 eight and eight, written all over him forever. That like, sounds perfect he's for the He's not... Giants. He's not... Ac- exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly why and I then if the, if the, the Giants, Giants if, if the Giants have, uh, like, fluke top three defense one year, he can take him to the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady. But... Most years they're going to be eight and eight. He's going to throw almost as many picks as he does touchdowns. It's he's Eli's replacement. It's written in stone. Uh, Jets. I have them taking Josh Rosen. They need a QB. Good fit. You know, learn under old ass. Is it McCown still there? Yeah, learn under old ass McCown for a year. I think or yeah. half a year. You know, he could probably take over. Probably five games. Yeah, five, yeah. couple games. You know, Trubisky type situation. Yeah. But McCown definitely better to learn under than Mike Glennon. I think that could actually end up working really well for the Jets. Uh, the Browns, I have taken Bradley Chubb at four. Garrett on one side, Chubb on the other. You got to rush the passer in the AFC. AFC's been dominated by Hall of Fame quarterbacks for the past two decades. You need to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. They know that. They have enough whip at running back that they should not consider Saquon. I haven't taken Chubb. Yeah, he's the probably best the end best, ever. Pro- yeah, best end ever. Definitely best player in the draft by far. He's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I see him, you know, better career than Dwight Freeney for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm with <laughs> you there, Fid. Uh, Broncos, I have taken Baker Mayfield. I agree with what you said about how they want to win now and they're not rebuilding, but John Elway is John Elway, and I he knows that Case Keenum. I think John Elway is bitter. Is he's se- not going to take but, a quarterback no, this way. No, way. he's not bitter. He's going to just re- be bitter. He <laughs> traded away the two, three guys that he took a chance on, and he's going to bring in two to three more. He just saw how poised like Baker Mayfield was in the NCAA. Probably thinks he can insert him, win now. They have some other needs, but I think he knows, like, I'm not winning a ring with Case Keenum. I am not winning a ring with Case Keenum, John Elway knows that because he's John Elway. That's why Brock Osweiler's he's not, on the roster. <laughs> he's not naive. He's going to get Baker Mayfield. Um, next, I have the Colts taking Saquon. 
possibly Quentin Nelson here, but I think they have needed a playmaker at running back alongside uh, Andrew Luck to give that team some balance the whole time Luck's been there, basically. And I think Saquon is someone who can do that, but also help in the passing game. Really good fit for the Colts, uh, but they probably won't have an O-line to block for either of them, so they'll have to really put in some work. Bucks, I have taking Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, possibly Derwin James here, but I think they'll buy into the hype. They'll buy into the pro-readiness of an Alabama player because uh, they have a window right now, and they just cannot seem to get things right. So they're going to want someone pro-ready. Minka's going to be able to come in, help wherever, you know, give depth to that whole secondary. Uh, I have the Bears taking Quentin Nelson. Uh, definitely have some needs on defense, but I think Nagy's going to come in and really try to make sure that his system works and, you know, best offensive lineman in the draft. No one can complain about that. No one at all. Uh, 49ers, like I said, Denzel Ward, I agree with you on that. Good they're, pick. They're going to need a quarterback. He's a good one. You know, good pick. Yeah. Just like you said, there are some other guys with upside there, but get yourself a good I mean, number gonna... one. Get yourself a good number one corner. I mean, he's going to play number two to Richard Sherman for his first couple of years, yeah. too, so he's I mean, perfect. <laughs> yeah, have someone just learn under Sherman. That What else could you want? Perfect situation. And at 10, I have the Raiders taking Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think, you know, Crabtree's gone. If they could possibly fall into Saquon here, I think they would do it, but I just had the same mindset of view of, like, I think Gruden's going to want an offensive weapon, even though they have defensive needs. I think Gruden probably thinks he can find some things in the later rounds with that, but uh, putting Amari Cooper next to Calvin Ridley, that could be real nice. Real nice. Alright, I'll run through mine real quick. Real quick. I got the Browns going with Chosen Rosen, so we're all three different on the number one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know. It's a little weird, but the Browns always do it's weird a, it's stuff. It's a weird draft here. Yeah, it's a weird. Two, I'm the same as Tom. Darnold, he just seems like he's Eli. Yeah. A young Eli. He'll turn the ball over a ton. Mm-hmm. Go just about five hundred, and then maybe once or twice he'll have a good run in the playoffs. Yeah, make some really good throws. I yeah. think he's just you know, he's just a good looking dude. That's why I don't compare him with you. You think he's good looking? Like he's I decent think Ar- enough. I think dude. Darnold is ugly as too, a. I, I think, think he's he really goofy looking. Yeah, I think he is he's too. Perfect he's just new a decent Eli. looking yeah, dude. Yeah, like, Eli, Eli, Eli just has that stupid face. No, too. I, I think Darnold does too. But Darnold's has Darnold's like, lived like in L. A. Though, like wait till Josh Allen has the stupid face. If anyone, that's why the Bills are taking him. Hey, trust us. Just wait for. Uh, Darnold to get in New York for like yeah. five seasons, he's gonna start looking real Eli like oh, yeah. on oh, the bench. I, I, gonna he's gonna have those it. looks like I just threw four I picks. I just threw four picks, but I had four hundred <laughs> yards. Yeah, good and game. Twelve points. Good game. Yeah, good game. Good game. I got the Jets taking Allen. I got the Browns taking Calvin Ridley. I think that'll Ooh. be tough to pass up. Ooh. They just got uh, Gordon back. They're probably looking at this. They're like, we got a new QB. Chance to put somebody like Calvin Ridley with Josh Gordon. So and Jarvis Landry. And they Jarvis got Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yeah. That would give him a whole whip. Yeah, they'd be whipped out. Broncos, same as Tom Mayfield. I think Mayfield's the best QB in the draft, honestly. Lamar! I think he's a sad. Yeah, Lamar. I do like Lamar. Wherever Lamar goes, I think he's going to go crazy. Yeah. But, I, yeah, so I got the Broncos. And Mayfield just, like, he'll fit into Denver with Elway. They'll be good old buddies. That's a lot of swagger right there. Yeah. They'll be strutting their stuff. Don't be surprised to see Mayfield wearing a $10,000 suit every day of his life after this draft. Um, Colts, Bradley Chubb. Mm-hmm. Bucks taking Saquon. Bears, Minka Fitzpatrick. 
Niners, Quentin Nelson. Got to protect that new investment. Yeah, Got to protect that new investment. Especially, you want to talk about a good-looking QB, Jimmy G. Yeah. You got to keep that face no, looking it, good. Still, yeah. still number one on the power yeah. rankings. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the face that sells the season tickets right there. All he had to oh, do dude. was get like those couple starts, and he oh, jumped yeah, to number yeah. one on the power rankings. Absolutely, yeah. and then took, uh, took over the throne. Oh, he just grabbed the throne, kicked Tom right off. Mitch is trying to get into the top five after this year. He needs to he needs to put some throws on. He can sure. try Trubisky. Not good looking enough. Not what dude? I mean, who are you comparing him to? Give me five better. Oh, five better looking QBs. Rodgers. Mitch Trubisky. No, Garoppolo. no. Rodgers. Rodgers, Rodgers is way is not better, better looking, looking than Trubisky. No. Oh, yes, no. he is, too. Uh, no. He's good looking in Wisconsin. Smoke like, if you're looking Jay. for a man in Wisconsin. Smoking Jay's not better looking than Trubisky. Smoking Jay's better looking than Trubisky. Dude, are you kidding? Smoking so Smoke and Jay. Jay? Dude, uh, Smoking Jay. Jay's been top Smoke three since. Smoking Jay's got an Dude, Smoking Jay, honestly, Sorry, might be three? two. We have Mayfield, the second Mayfield starts, he's climbing into those power ranks. No, he's not. Oh, yeah. Mayfield's no, a handsome dude. Okay, this is a whole... Com- yeah. fit- Too whole short. Are you done? You got one more. Yeah, I got one more. Raiders, Derwin James. That's it. God, there's so many good players. Ridley really surprised me at four. I think they're going to do it. All right, again, a guy outside I mean, are- of the top ten conversation that you can see having a rookie of the year type season. Lamar <laughs> Jackson? Yeah. It was all I could do to get ten guys. You guys know football is besides Darius. besides Lamar. Okay, uh, Darius guys, because Lamar I think I think Lamar is okay. I don't want to. Who's the Who's the dude who's leaving Notre Dame? Isn't there another guy? Mike anybody McClinchy? from anybody Josh from Adams. Notre Dame? Any Any Notre Dame? Josh That's Adams my is going to get picked in like the sixth. Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese. This could be the year for Tommy. Tommy turnover. He's our quarterbacks coach. What? He's gonna start doing the Manziel. You're lying. When I'm did not that happen? Lying. Like a year and a half ago. How did I miss that? Yeah, dude. I tweeted. I think about we it. talked no about it. it. No we talked about did it. Did we talk about it? No wonder the QB's been turning the ball over so much. I'm yeah. gonna go with it's infectious. I'm gonna go with Sony Michelle. Tommy th- football. I think Sony Michelle has a chance to drop into someone in like the twenty late twenties, and I think he's just gonna get inserted on a good team, kind of like an Alvin Kamara type situation, and then just go crazy. Like, I don't really know what team yet, but Cowboys. No. Somewhere will he'll get more volume. Seattle. No. Mm, maybe, but mm. I'm thinking that was just the first team I could think of. I'm thinking more of like, do the 49ers have another pick potentially? Late in the first round, I don't know. Someone wherever Someone. he goes, Sonny Michelle's gonna go crazy. P- possibly the Packers. Somebody. You know, possibly the Patriots. You never know. But I would hate it if he went to the Patriots. Yeah, I That's would just... too. Sonny Michelle's cold. He is. He can he do it all. Cold. He's a do it all type back. Hey, we're a do it all type podcast. Boom. We're so do it all. We're coming back Monday later this week. Yeah. Monday. We're gonna be talking the Masters. Be it's Saturday. Yeah, you're a right. Of, next week. A couple of days. Week. Just a but this of is days. dropping Sunday morning. So so technically be. later Sunday, this week. Sunday, Sunday. It's Ooh, I love right, that song. It's Monday. But I love that change. You can change to any day. Yeah, true. It works. It works. But yeah, talking Masters, talking a little WrestleMania. Tomorrow's my Christmas, and I can't wait to talk about it on Monday and just share it all with you beautiful bastards. What about WrestleMania equals Christmas? It's my Christmas. This is bigger than Christmas for me. This is my Super Bowl. How about that? Do you get any gifts? I will get gifts. Did you buy them for yourself? I did. I bought myself a, bought myself Doesn't a new t shirt to celebrate the occasion. I think that's allowed. 
People get themselves Christmas gifts all the time. All right, Waffles. People who live That's alone. To, to end the podcast, when WrestleMania finishes tomorrow night, who will be standing in the ring? Last man standing. Who you got? Last man standing in the ring? Oh, yeah, it could be Hogan. Last man standing in the ring will be three men. It will be Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. The shield is getting back together. That's my call. And that's facts. Thank you.